Welcome to the Tandem Talk Show, where we help women dial in their nutrition and fitness so that they can lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And now your host from Tandem Nutrition, Coach G. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. I'm your fast-talking host, Coach G. Really excited that you're here with us this evening. This is the first episode of the new year of 2021. I'm so glad that you're joining me this evening. We have a very exciting and high-value episode this evening. And for those of you who don't know, this episode and this podcast is dedicated to teaching women how to lose fat, tone up, and achieve their goals in a very healthy and sustainable way. And if you're not yet a member of our private Facebook group, uh, the group that this goes live in each and every week, Thursday at 7 p.m., uh, feel more than free to go to tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook to get instant access to all these live trainings and all our awesome fat loss resources geared towards helping women, again, lose fat in a healthy and sustainable way. As a dietitian, it's my goal to deliver the, the greatest and the most effective strategies to women uh, to allow them to achieve their goals without spending a lot of money or without a lot of frustration in achieving the goals that they have. So tonight's episode is going to be uh, an awesome one. We're going to be talking about why weight loss is not linear. Um, so I think this is a very important topic to talk about this evening as we uh, venture in into the new year and we have this these big goals in mind. And as you know, with any big goal, we're going to get shook. We're going to get rocked. Uh, things are not going to go as planned uh, each week. And I want you to be prepared for that. Because as we progress towards our goals, the most important thing is to be consistent. You know, throughout every uh, trial, throughout every challenge, we're going to um, have periods in which we may want to like stop. Like, hey, things aren't working right. And I want to help you sift through the facts and the fiction of what's really happening to help you stay consistent, to help you achieve your goals this year. So uh, thank you for joining me this evening. If you're joining me live i love for you to comment hashtag live or um, hashtag pancake to let me know that you are team pancake and not team waffles since pancakes, since everyone knows, are a lot better than waffles. Um, and before we jump into today's, tonight's episode, I do want to cover a few big wins from our Tone Up VIP team that, um, that we've experienced these past few weeks. Uh, first big shout out goes to Dora Lee. Dora Lee is in Indianapolis and uh, congrats to her. She is down a whole pant size this uh, already throughout her program, which is amazing. She's actually in a metabolic reset phase right now. And if you're not yet uh, familiar with what a metabolic reset phase is, you know, comment that below. I will send you our cheat sheet of what it is, how it works, and why it's the most underrated but most effective phase of fat loss for women. So hashtag comment metabolic reset below if you want my free metabolic receipt cheat sheet. I will personally message you that uh, either tonight or tomorrow for you to get the, the in on exactly what this phase is and how it can help you achieve your goals throughout this year. Next up, Daniel Singh. She's down 12 pounds for her program with Coach Boston already, which is amazing. Guys, she lost weight throughout the holidays, which is uh, incredible. One of the hardest times throughout the year of losing body fat. And last but not least, 
A big shout out to Jesse Andrews. Um, he is down 10 pounds in just eight weeks. Now, you're probably thinking, well, why are you guys working with, with guys? Well, keep in mind that most of our clients, well, we do specialize in helping women lose fat, but we know that for women to be most effective and supported throughout their programs, when they gain the support of their spouse, they are even more effective um, in their program. So you'll occasionally hear us talk about men every now and then, and uh, that's okay too because we know that when spouses work together, they achieve the best progress together. So guys, really excited to go over our new episode this evening. The topic that we'll be covering is why weight loss is not linear. This is such an important topic. I feel that many people get this assumption that our weight should go should be going down each and every day, right? You're putting in all the hard work, you're eating your your calorie goal, and maybe you even um, you're were below your calorie goal. And there's this perception that because I did all this work today, that it should show up on the scale tomorrow. And that's not the case. There are eight different factors that can affect our weight on a daily basis. In tonight's episode, I want to go over those eight factors with you, explain them in detail on, on how they affect weight loss and why you should not be frustrated from seeing these changes on the scale on a day-to-day basis. Plus, I want to give you what we encourage our clients to do to help them assess their progress in the best possible way as well so they stay consistent and stay on track with their fat loss goals. So first off, as you know, you're not going to lose weight every single day. That's just impossible. Um, Weight loss is never linear because of these eight factors that will affect your weight on a day-to-day basis. In fact, I would even go as far to say that it's very common to see weight loss go up and down plus or minus two pounds, one or two pounds, or even one or three pounds each and every day. And so again, there's a lot of factors that affect this. And are you gaining fat when the scale goes up? No, you're not. Uh, It takes a lot of extra calories to gain body fat. And just because you did work yesterday does not mean that you're going to get the result today. Or tomorrow, it takes time to gain body fat, and it takes time to lose body fat as well. So, I want to go over these eight different factors that will affect how your body changes weight on a day-to-day basis, and what you should do to best track and assess your progress throughout your program. Because the success of any program will come down to how consistent you're being throughout the time that you're losing weight. So, first and foremost, the weight you do gain. The way that you do see change on the scale is due to one thing, well, two things mainly, and that is to water changes in your body. So our bodies are like 70%, 70% water. There's a ton of factors like stress, uh, you know, different macronutrient consumptions that will affect that. And also just food, food sitting in our gut that will affect how much you weigh. So I'm going to break these down one by one. We have eight factors that will affect your weight on a day-to-day basis. Now, I will say this. Instead of assessing your progress on a day-to-day basis and putting your heart, your emotion into that, I want you to begin looking at your progress on a weekly average basis. So what does that mean? That means instead of saying, hey, I was 152 yesterday and now I'm 151 today, I'm making progress. Yes, that is progress, but don't put your heart and soul into that being the only indicator of your progress. Instead, what I want you to do is track your weight each 
you know, either each day or at least three times per week. And I want you to average your weigh-ins for that week and get that average number. And let's say it's 153. I want you to compare that number to the next week's average of weigh-ins. So let's say you went from 153 to 152 comparing your average weigh-ins. Weigh that is a more reliable and effective indicator of your progress than seeing your weight go from 153 to 151, back to 152, to 154, to 150. So your weight will bounce around all throughout the week. And here's why. Fact number one, your intake of carbohydrates, <laughs> carbohydrates and sodium. So these two nutrients, both when consumed in excess quantity or in a high quantity will pull water into your muscles. So when you pull water into your muscle, into your cells, you're going to be attracting more water. You're going to be retaining more water and therefore you'll be weighing more because you have more water in your cells. So don't let a high carb meal, especially here's the deal. If you go out to eat at a restaurant, my rule, my guideline for our clients is not to eat yourself two days after you go out to eat. Why? If, well, most restaurants are really high in sodium and that's okay. But sometimes it could give this false perception that, well, I, I ate out on Friday and then Saturday morning, I weighed three pounds more. Therefore, because of this correlation, eating out is bad. And that's not the case. There's no reason that you should correlate well, I ate out, therefore it's bad because I gained weight. You gain weight because perhaps you consumed a little more extra sodium than normal. And so if you do go out to eat, try not to weigh yourself for a day or two afterwards to let the sodium and water retention fade away a little bit. So that's the first factor, especially when you're having like refeeds or higher carb meals. Like I'm going to be honest with you. When I have pancakes at 10 p.m., I do not weigh myself the next morning because I know two reasons. One, that 80 gram of carb of pancake, 80 gram, that was not proper English. That pancake that was 80 grams of carbs will cause me to retain water uh, because one, it's late at night and it's not being fully digested. And two, it's just really high in carbs. And pancake batter is really super high in sodium. So again, I'm I don't stress out and I don't want you to stress out either. So recognize if that if, if you ate a high sodium meal on one day, if your weight is up, that is why you're just holding onto water. Okay. Factor number two, irregular bowel patterns. So I remember when I was going through high school, I would, um, I had a really bad eating issue and I was always so weight focused and it was, I was eating such little food that I wouldn't have like these, you know, regular bowel movements. And then my weight would just keep spiking up. I'm like, well, what's happening? And I would freak out. And so, and this was just one of my hardest times in life going through my relationship with food. Uh, and, and for those of you who don't know, I had, uh, I had anorexia when I was in high school and, and that's what really catapulted me into learning more about nutrition and um, devoting my mind every second to learning all I could about nutrition and exercise and fitness to become healthier, to uh, gain more muscle mass, and to learn how to lose fat in a healthy way. And so I remember, like, I would spend like a week without using a restroom, and, and like my weight would be up like five pounds. Like, how is this even possible? And so I'd eat less and less. I'm like, I'm gaining weight. And the whole time, I, I wasn't gaining fat. I was just gaining weight 
from the contents of the food of my stomach. And so if you notice that your bowel patterns aren't regular, that is a good sign that if your weight's up, you're just holding more food in your gut. And that's the same for if you have a high fiber diet. So if you're eating a lot of food that is high in fiber, chances are that's not being passed through your GI system as quickly. So there's a lot, uh, a lot of uh, food stains still in your gut. So kind of be aware of that. If you're not using the bathroom regularly and you see your weight go up, that is why. So number three, number three is, and this is one that a lot of people may not recognize, but when you have a really tough workout or when you do some new exercises and you're sore. So soreness creates inflammation. And as part of the recovery process, the inflammation will, again, bring in water. It'll cause that muscle to swell. And when that muscle swells, it's going to attract, pull in, and keep water. So if you had a really hard workout, especially if it was late at night, or you like a large muscle group like your legs, then chances are your weight will be up the next day as well. Again, Inflammation causes water retention. If you're sore, if you wake up heavier, there's a good correlation that training the day before in that intense manner caused your weight to be higher than normal. So <clears throat> here's another big one too, and this is very, very common in today's world. Lack of either lack of sleep or not getting good quality of sleep. So here's, here's the deal with this. Let me break this down. So when we don't get a lot of sleep, or when we don't get high quality sleep, then our cortisol levels raise. Cortisol is a stress hormone and it's needed in small amounts and, and, and no more amounts. But when we're stressed out at work, when we're not getting a lot of sleep, when we're training hard, that increases cortisol at a higher level. And what cortisol does, cortisol will actually, again, it will cause you to retain water again so if you and especially this is the next one if you woke up earlier than normal and you weigh yourself you're going to weigh in heavier too right because think about it like this um your body takes time to process the foods that you eat and essentially it digests that and it breaks it down and if you either eat late at night or you get up early your body doesn't have to has have the the normal time to extract that water to be extruded as urine. So if you get up at 4 a.m. and you weigh yourself, like this morning, I got up at 3.30 a.m. and I weighed th like two pounds heavier than normal. And I, I, was, I wasn't worried because I'm like, I'm getting up like two and a half hours earlier than I usually do. And that is why my weight is higher. Now, if I would, would have stayed in bed two more hours and I slept till 5.30, then um, I would have excreted the, the normal amount of urine that would have allowed my weight to be lower. So again, it's very important to understand that lack of sleep and or waking up earlier could affect your weight the next day. So these are just a lot of factors. Again, going to the point, it's really important to not put your not put a lot of emphasis on your day-to-day weigh-ins, but rather your weekly average weigh-ins. <clears throat> now, the next one is uh, definitely common. It is hormonal changes related to the menstrual cycle. The reason why women will gain water weight throughout their uh, menstrual cycle is because there's a change in the hormone aldosterone. And what that does, it causes a reabsorption of, of sodium and water um, in the kidneys. So that is why it's very common to see weight gain throughout that time, throughout that week. 
And so here's a good strategy on how not to get flustered throughout that week. So what we have our clients do is, again, our clients are tracking their weight on an on Excel chart. So there's like week one, week two, week three, week four, and all the way to like week whatever. And each week they're averaging out their weight. And so let's say that that these hormonal changes happen on week four. We'll highlight that week and say, hey, here's our average for the for this specific week. Now, to assess our progress this week, we won't go and say, hey, let's look at week three's average because that's not comparable. We'll go back into uh, week one or the week before week one and ask, hey, you know, what was your average weight that week? And make four week comparisons versus versus comparing um, weeks that are side by side. So basically you want to compare your average weight from the week you have your menstrual cycle to the last week, the previous month that you had your menstrual cycle and say, hey, how is my weight different? And chances are you may be one or two pounds lower. And that's how you assess progress. I, I, I truly believe that a lot of people will begin to slip up during that time because they see their weight go up when it's only going up because of water and not fat gain. So definitely pay attention to that too. And know that, hey, if it's if if it's that week, know that, hey, my weight may go up three or four pounds. And just realize that that could be a factor in why the scale is higher that particular day. Now, I already mentioned that your weight will be higher in the mornings you weigh in earlier. We discussed that. But also being stressed. If you're going through a really hard time at work, if you're really just crushing it in the gym, um, maybe you had like a, a death in the family, which I hope did not happen, or maybe you are just not getting a lot of sleep. If you're stressed at any time, know that that will cause cortisol to be high, higher than normal, which will cause your weight to be higher because of water retention. So I'm pretty sure that's like reason like eight, but I will say one last thing. The final factor that would affect your weight on a daily basis is essentially when you take a new medication and you're not sure it's side effects. So with, with these medications, it's um, important to understand, like talk to your doctor and see how birth control or the uh, high blood pressure medications, or even if you're on a new thyroid medication, weight, weight, water retention is very common with new medications, especially if they are supposed to help with certain elements that um, may affect your kidney or your um, yeah, your kidney function. So, you know, if you're not sure of like what's going on, always check medications. And if especially if you see your weight go up on a high level, always know that that could be the reason why your weight is going up um, at a faster than normal weight. So all this to say, and by the way, thank you, Lucy. Just now saw your comments. Um, I, you know what? I love sushi too. And I get super bloated when I have like pizza because it's high carb, high fat and high sodium. Like I'll like my face and my stomach just super loaded. And like, I'll probably have like an entire pizza. So I get thin crust pizza because it's lower in calories. And, um, it's just, I can like the entire thing and it not be over a thousand calories, but the next day I will not weigh myself. He'll be a lot higher. And with sushi, I love eating sushi from Kroger. Uh, I get that at least once a week. And yes, especially the soy sauce. 
a lot higher in sodium. But no, thank you, Lucy, for joining us. I really appreciate it. And uh, so, so ladies, here's the big takeaway from today's message. Know that your weight won't go down every single week, every single day. So it's almost like the stock market, but in reverse. Okay. So your weight progress may look like this. You may start here and it won't go down like that. You'll start here and you'll go down and you may experience these ups and downs as you go down. And that is normal. It's expected. So when you do see your weight go up one day, recognize it, be aware of it, but don't let that ruin your day. Don't let that cause you to slip up and say, hey, it's not working. I'm just going to go back to eating how I was. You know, 2021 is your year. This is your, your year to make some amazing progress. And I know you're going to do some big things this year. And all it takes is trusting in what you know to be right and being consistent with that. So I believe you're going to make 2021 your year and it's going to be amazing for you. And as always, if you have any questions that I can help you with, you'll comment below um, and I'll be more than happy to help you. And uh, again, stay tuned for next Thursday's episode of the Tam Talk Show. We'll be covering a brand new topic that I think that you'll love. But thank you for all your support. Um, thank you for being here and I will see you guys next Thursday. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.